0: This is Curatoring, a bilingual contest where we talk about dying issues, but don't take them very seriously. We usually make bad dope. We say bad words. Sometimes we get in tears.
1: It's easier our guess
0: Welcome to Creatoring,
2: I'm Zach. I'm Daniel.
0: How are you, Daniel?
2: You know, pretty, pretty good. I'm currently changing the color scheme on my phone to grayscale so it's less (laughs) distracting.
0: (laughs) Oh shit, I need to, you can do that? iOS 10?
2: Yeah, yeah, I just discovered it. Um, Plus it's very goth and that reflects my brand.
0: This is going to be like our new side podcast within a podcast, just like Tech R Us. Because I think last (laughs) week we talked about... Or the last episode we talked about Snapchat. That oh, yeah, you can like fake
2: the Twin Peaks thing. Oh, right. Actually, I have to do that later for something, so thanks for reminding <sighs> yeah, me. Yeah, of course. You I can... need to go
0: watch the new episode tonight, too.
2: Is there a new episode? I think so. I wonder if David Lynch has any side projects.
0: What if we can get David Lynch on here?
2: I mean, I think that'd be pretty easy. And he
0: can talk about his side projects, because that's what we talked about with Matt Dawson today.
2: We did indeed. He might not be David Lynch, but he can certainly use good type combos in a pinch.
0: Amen. Uh, It's a little bit weirder than David Lynch. I can't prove that, but it feels like it in my heart of hearts. I would say so. But uh, yeah, it was a good talk, and um, I don't think people are going to be super mad at us after this episode, but (laughs) if they listen to the end and they hear what we set up for them and people actually take us up on it, they may be a little happy with us.
2: Yeah, there are freebies uh, for Shh, you. Don't maybe. tell them
0: everything. You've got to listen to the whole conversation.
2: Freebies is code for something else that's not a free item. Wink, wink. Squint, squint.
0: I don't know. What?
2: I don't even know anymore.
0: I've kind of lost it. Here, guys, just just listen to Matt. Be smarter than
2: us. Yes. Enjoy. <laughs> Life is meaningless. We're all going to die. You know, happy fucking whatever.
0: Dude, hey, are you okay? Are you all right, man?
2: Oh, no, I'm great. Absolutely awesome. Yeah, what are you doing? Uh, Well, there's this new site called Impressed or Horrified, and you can send greeting cards with things that you've always wanted to tell people, but maybe you didn't have the courage to do.
0: Oh, like, can I make fun of people and... Say, like, nobody likes you, call them Piss Flaps or, like, a shit bag or something?
2: Yeah, especially Piss Flaps. I think anybody would really want to be called Piss Flaps. It's funny.
0: (laughs) It's true. What is this company?
2: Uh, So, impressedorhorrified.com, where you can get a variety of cards, um, ranging from nihilistic comments of... Darkness, or just a breakup card that you can give to your significant other or your boss.
0: Oh, perfect. Is there any coupon codes or anything I can use on their website?
2: There absolutely is. So you can find these cards on impressorhorrified.com. Use the coupon code Creatoring for 10% off. Fuck yeah. Absolutely, fuck yeah. Hey, remember, existence is suffering.
3: How uh, how are you doing, Daniel? I I know I know all about Zach right now, but uh, how are you doing? I'm
2: I'm I'm I'm, I'm
3: doing. You know,
2: I'm yeah. uh, walking the surface of this mode of dust, uh, suspended in <laughs> starlight, um, as we all are. I'm, I'm I'm doing. I'm doing. Yeah. We're going out of the country next week for a few weeks, which
3: yeah. I, Zach, telling me about that. I could not be have more you, excited about that. Have you ever been out of the country?
2: Yeah, but it was back like during my angsty period. Like it's back when the thong song was the nation's number what number one single. That really
0: put me in a funk too. I totally get it.
2: Yeah, it was a it was a nation in mourning for our uh, musical taste. Uh, But yeah, that was the only time. It was just England. So, eh. it was just England. Well where where are y'all going? Uh, We're going to uh, Amsterdam. Nice. Going to knock that out uh, for a week, Smart. and so seems seems like a good location. Seems like a pretty eclectic city where mm-hmm. you can pretty much do anything. Uh, wink, wink. And <laughs> hmm. then, so we're flying like ice Iceland Air, and they allow you to take up to a seven day layover in Iceland for free. So we're what? taking it, yeah, which is. It's absolutely amazing. I could not yeah. recommend taking Iceland here enough. So we're gonna—we rented a camper van. There are four of us, and we're just driving around the country in this little van, and we're just sleeping in it and seeing what we can get into. Should, if everything goes well, I won't be coming back. <laughs> that's <laughs> that sounds that's incredible. Good we can do
0: this. We can do this podcast yeah. online. like anywhere in the world so that's
2: good i'll do it from the inside of my cave or volcano cave that's cool (laughs) that's all i ever wanted (laughs) i can't wait to take a picture of that and like put it up on minimal setups and like yeah check out check out my setup just a monitor lodged in a glacier
0: no computer hooked up to it (laughs) yeah
2: there's no outlet or anything
0: It's just a monitor
2: to remind you of
0: the terrible life you left
2: behind. (laughs) It's a partially frozen Jurassic creature, like in the left of the frame (laughs) screaming. I could do that. That's the dream, man. It's the dream. Yeah. But yeah, you know, other than uh, the traveling thing, doing stuff, you know, cool. Yeah. Do you guys want to do a
0: podcast interview real quick?
2: I guess. I guess so. It sounds really lame, but I guess. Yeah. I don't know who
0: wants to do. Well, anyway, I'll start it off. As You know, I'm Zach.
2: And I'm still
3: Daniel. And uh, <laughs> Is it my turn? I'm I'm Matt. Question mark. Oh hi Matt. Hi, what's up? <laughs> How's it going? Matt did, question did I, mark. Did I totally <laughs> botch that?
2: Oh that was
0: perfect. Well we have
2: another All guest. Right.
3: We have a surprise
2: guest we didn't tell you about. We were waiting for them to introduce themselves, but they're
0: not go- they don't know where they are.
2: <sighs> it's really unfortunate. Well, I can't tell if it's yours. me,
0: the ghost of Bob Ross.
2: Oh, there he is! God's. Hey, Matt, how's it going? <laughs> so convincing.
3: Yes, you sound just like him. <laughs> Does a damn good uh, job.
2: Thanks. <laughs> damn good. So uh, yeah, we're we're here today to talk about personal projects or passion projects. I don't really know what the difference is. I don't know if you're like in an intimate relationship with one. Can we say passion projects? Like, it sounds like something
0: Roma Downey would sue us for using.
2: Good. Let's, maybe we can get a sponsorship out of it somehow. By yeah. an,
0: brought to you by Touch by an Angel.
2: That would be amazing. By the way.
0: Now on Showtime, it's a totally different twist on the show. You, yeah, it's well, a lot more like The Leftovers. It's interesting <laughs> I to watch that.
2: Well, I forgot to yeah. tell you, we have partial sponsorship from uh, 3M, Actually, really? Yeah, I made a tweet the other
3: day. Like just, one and a half M.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We just one and a half. It's a fraction, but we got we got partial <laughs> sponsorship. I uh, nice. made some dumbass tweet, and I don't know what it was inspired by, but it was I added three M. Um, had to do with command strips, and it's just stupid. Which is what Twitter is for. It's just you screaming into the void of other people screaming into the void. Anyways, they messaged me <laughs> and like, hey, send us your address and we'll send you a bunch of command strips. Like, <laughs> Absolutely. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to start complaining incessantly about every product I come in contact with and hopes of just making a living off of that. Um, yeah. Yeah, I absolutely. I think it's possible. So yeah, for our partners, 3M... Um, Stick it to the wall. <laughs> it's their tagline. I'm gonna I'm gonna invoice them for that tagline.
0: Yeah, I'll get on that too. That'll be good stuff. Yeah.
2: No, that's a solid tagline. <laughs> so uh, stick it. Just stick it to the wall. So yeah, personal projects. Personal projects. Personal projects. We thought there was no better person to talk about personal projects with than Mr. Matt Dawson, stay great, pony boy. Uh, it seems like you've always got something going on, whether it's a conference or, (laughs) you know, a series, a series on Instagram that we can all depend on. It's like the only, it's the only series on Instagram that I even know of.
3: Um, really?
0: Yeah. It's the only one word that I
2: I, follow. Exactly. I I mean, there are probably other ones. I
3: just don't depend on them. I am (laughs) blushing through my beard. No, I feel all
0: that thick, beautiful hair.
3: Yeah. <laughs> all the thick, lustrous facial hair.
0: I got him to say it. Good. Yes. Mission accomplished. Finally. <laughs> I have it on recording now. All right. Okay. Well, that was a all good right. episode.
3: <laughs> See you guys next week. Uh, all right. It uh, was great. Yeah. great. Great catching up. It's a really good one.
2: <laughs> yeah. So, Type Combo Tuesday. So, it's talking about, for people who don't know about it. Um, yes. Yeah. So I don't know. Let you talk about your own baby
3: of a project. Um, yeah, that was uh my that was kind of my foot in the door for getting onto social media. Um, because I always shied away from social media. Like we quit everything, uh, Facebook, um, <laughs> what, MySpace was that a thing? Uh, we we quit all social media until I found out about Instagram. And I even shied away from it because I just didn't have. <sighs> I like the premise of it with just being uh, visually focused and sure. uh, not as much bullshit as everything else has. But I didn't have, I didn't have a whole lot of content, so uh, came up with a hashtag that I thought sounded somewhat decent, um, <laughs> and. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it, it rolls off the tongue, I guess, and uh, that kind of gave me, you know, it gave me an outlet to where, like, if I didn't have a project to post each week, um, I had something to post each week, and, um, yeah, it's, uh, a lot of yeah. people like it, a lot That's, more people than I Were you doing design have, work when
0: you started that?
3: Were oh, you yeah. you doing
0: design work when you started it? You were?
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. And, um, I think it, it kind of, it kind of stemmed like that little format that I lay them out in Mm -hmm. stemmed from, uh, like these little talks that I would do, um, about uh, typography. Um, and I was like, man, this format would actually be perfect to, you know, do this Instagram post thing and boom, you know, two years and (laughs) <laughs> 116 17 combos later I don't know here we are holy crap
2: good lord man it's that's a lot. like
3: lot it, it,
2: it, it's I mean coming from someone who just constantly uses like maybe six typefaces and that's that's it that's like it's an ambitious project because I feel like the type combo thing like no offense to the design industry but most people in the design industry really suck at and it's not their fault. It's just hard. It's, it's like fitting circles into square holes, you know? Um,
3: yeah. No, 100%. And that, that was kind of what spurred it, too, is, you know, like, knowing, like, people were actually coming up and, you know, like, thanking me for talking about that. But, like, it just kind of blew my mind because, like, it's so subjective. But the fact that people were, like, really appreciative and we're like telling me that hey, this actually is like a tough thing that I deal with as a designer. So being able to just have like a catalog for people to go to—that's um—that's yeah. pretty rad. And Dude, I mean, yeah. I, I still, <laughs> I I still fall back on my same six typefaces too, Daniel. So no, <laughs> no worries. <laughs> I don't I don't practice what I preach. Uh, yeah,
0: if I ever if I ever can't find a combo to go to for something, I always go to that first.
3: Yeah, Seriously. I need to same. um. Yeah, I think I own the URL. I need to make a website <laughs> of like all of them. Just like a big tiled page that people can go to so they don't have to search through a hashtag or
2: Yeah. I was actually yeah. looking for like uh URLs, like pertinent URLs for show notes and was looking for like like surely Matt has a type combo Tuesday grid <laughs> out there somewhere I can just look at yeah. it. and lo and behold. I mean if you put like the the uh hashtag and Instagram you get essentially Type combo com, um mm-hmm. or the the shadow of, of what it would be. But uh, <laughs> yeah. the
0: empty shell. <laughs>
2: the empty <laughs> shell, the husk. But yeah, that would be <laughs> solid. You introduced me actually to one of my favorite fonts, which I I, I don't know if you knew yeah. that or not. Oh yeah. Heb uh, Hebden. Yeah, it is Hebden. Yeah. God, um, I just, I beat, it's not Avenir? No, it's not Avenir. Who would Damn ever it. Consider Avenir one of their top fonts, All right, I
3: Uh Uh
2: Matt,
3: uh-huh. can you do What's
0: Amir's up? voice for me real quick and just say, I love Avenir?
3: I love Avenir. Yeah, yeah perfect. Oh, that's pretty okay. good.
0: <laughs> cool, yeah. yeah. It's really good, right?
3: <laughs> yeah, uh, it's, it's even better. Amir? It's even better More when move, I'm making cuss. It's,
0: uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we, please, say something.
3: <laughs> we'll save that for the next episode.
0: <laughs> okay, yeah, cool. All right. <laughs> yeah have a pretend forefathers episode where none of them are on and it's just the three of us pretending to do them
3: i actually love that idea (laughs) like could you imagine (laughs) if like you you did that and like posted it and like you know like you direct people to it and they're just like what the hell is this and it's just three random people like talking (laughs) talking like they're uh i I kind of like that
2: there you go you
0: know you're matt
2: i could do it yeah what a great (laughs) effective way to burn bridges all right yeah absolutely just just uh, three in one
3: i I think if anybody would enjoy that though it would be it would be those three guys for sure
1: oh
2: yeah
3: yeah (laughs) i could see a lot of people getting real (laughs) real annoyed by it but i think they would uh i think they'd be pretty into it
0: so where (laughs) did where the hell do you even find those fonts matt
3: um, <laughs> dark corners, <laughs> crevices, um, you know, uh, I, I just kind of, I kind of scour, I kind of scour the, all the hottest font sites around, <laughs> MyFonts.com my mostly. And, uh, yeah, I just kind of poke around and see what I feel works and, Kind of go from there. It's uh there's no real set strategy for it. Um I've always told myself that I was going to be a little more prepared and like sit down and do like 12 of them in like a day just so like you know, I could I could have like a bag to pull from instead of doing them like sometimes like right before I post them. And that's 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 mostly what happens is I forget that it's type combo Tuesday. And I have to do one really quick, which I don't like to do because I, I definitely like to put more time into it. Um, sure. But now, now that I only do it once a month instead of every week, I feel like I feel like these are a little more, um, you know, I have more time to kind of craft these, and that, that makes me feel better about what I'm putting out. So, you know, I don't I don't ever like to put out anything rushed.
2: Yeah, thing on that. And it's cool yep. that like that project is like you know it's it could just go on infinitely. You know, you could be doing this thing for 10 years if you wanted to, which is cool because doing like engaging in a personal project, one of the hardest things to do is like setting a deadline on it. And like, okay, when is this thing done? When yeah. am I going to be happy with it? When does it have, you know, some kind of ending? I, I, I feel that most are like finite in that regard. So, you know, it's kind of good to have those projects that, you know, are just ongoing and, You don't have anybody breathing down the back of your neck
3: needing. Yeah. No, that's, that's very true. I've never really thought about it like that because I mean, yeah, there's, there's no stepping away from the canvas with this and just being like, okay, there it is. I mean,
2: it's going to be a sad day. I just want you to know it's we're all going to mourn when you do the last (laughs) type combo Tuesday. And I hope it's when you're 95 years old and (laughs) you're the only person using Instagram
3: uh, <laughs> the last the last <laughs> man on Instagram. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's
2: gonna be beautiful.
3: Yeah. No, I've, I've, I've never missed one, which is kind of impressive. Um, I mean, as lame as it is to impress yourself, I'm pretty impressed by it that, I, that I've that i never missed one because I know myself pretty well, and it's very surprising that I haven't. Um, but, yeah. That's pretty beautiful. Do y'all I mean, you all find that the phrase – like-
2: <laughs> going to say, sorry, this is like, there's audio cutting out. Um, okay. I was going to say you could do like, a, you know, eventually like a, a printed book, like even if it's just like one of those online publishing companies where you're essentially paying nothing and, you know, people buying the book, they just, you know, pay print cost and, and all that. So I think that'd be a, a pretty good coffee
3: table book. Okay. See, that's... <laughs> You hit a nerve, Daniel. Um, (laughs) That's exactly what I want to do, and I've I've been trying to wrap my head around how to do it because I feel like if it's something that I were to sell, I would need to own the license for every single typeface that's in it, which would um, just pretty much break me uh, (laughs) financially.
2: No, yeah, you be like hundreds of thousands of dollars in debt with just yeah yeah.
3: so i've I've been wanting to figure out a way to you know like not a loophole because like i don't want to be like anything shady but like i feel like it could be like a valuable resource and i feel like it could only encourage people to seek out those um typefaces you know from like various foundries yeah but if if you know like i don't know if like the The type founders would feel the same way, but, um, I would love to figure out like, uh, like a partnership or at least like an agreement to, like, Hey, yeah, do this. This is actually providing a service for people. Um,
2: yeah. Cause, yeah. cause you know, you're effectively helping them in the end, you know,
3: mm-hmm.
2: um, you're kind of, it's like an extension of their marketing, like, cause you, you, right. you provide attribution. It's not like, it's like, oh, here's this typeface that I don't know where it came from. It's just system standard or I designed mm-hmm. it. Yeah, it's like, you know, you're you're providing credit to them. Uh yeah. so they don't get all shitty and, you know, come after you with lawyers and whatnot. Just
0: get your publisher to pay for it. Boom. Yeah, I'll, <laughs> Yeah.
3: I'll, I'll, I'll call her <laughs> That's up.
0: easy to do, right?
3: Yeah. <laughs> uh re- refresh me on who my publisher is. Oh yeah, good point. Yeah.
0: yeah. Well played, sir.
3: Yeah. Um, but Roman so if, if anybody out there knows any, knows anyone or has any insight to what I just said, it'd be great to figure that out. Cause like, that's, that's the number one thing I want to do. Like I want to put like, I want to put out like a little book. Um, if anybody's interested in reading like little blurbs about why I chose certain two like, um, <laughs> faces for a combination, like I. I don't know I've kind of got it all mapped out like I used to do like this little teaser every Monday I would do something I would do some kind of like illustration or like composition like keep your eyes peeled or like stay tuned and it would be like all the colors and like the same type and they all had like a feeling but um, I stopped doing that because that was I was giving myself two things to do, you know, like every, say. When every the single fuck week. Did you
0: have time for
1: that? <laughs> well,
3: I, I didn't, you know, but like yeah. I, I stopped doing them and like people actually messaged me about it. Like, Oh, like, why don't you do the teasers anymore? I'm like, cause, cause of life, bro. <laughs> I'm,
0: I'm married. I have a four year old. Yeah. I've got trees I've got to cut down. Oh my gosh,
3: dude, those trees. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like I, you know, like i I'd, I'd want a section in there with like the teasers and, um, I, I think people would like it, maybe. Yeah, probably not. I'll Any just ways. come
0: over to your house, and we'll just start publishing a zine. You know, like old school Big Brother. Mm. Yeah. might so just mail you twenty bucks, and we'll just throw it in a self-addressed envelope. There you go. Yeah, I like
3: that.
0: DIY man.
2: Could oh, we yeah. rock? Could we do like the like potato stamps of each page? We would just make these very <laughs> intricate like potato stamps of each letter form. Just bad offset printing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we could use like big yams for like single words <laughs> that you just tend to use a lot. Yeah. Um, you know, ideas
3: here. Ideas. You're onto something.
0: <laughs> if only somebody already made tiny blocks of type that you could put together and use on a press or something.
3: Or if they digitized them. Imagine that. Hmm. Yeah. That'd be weird. Listen, I'm talking about
2: carving letters into food, <laughs> and I just, I feel like I'm getting sick. Yeah, some but heat Matt right doesn't now. eat,
0: Matt doesn't eat sweet potatoes, so I don't think that really even counts as food. Is that a fact? I, I, yeah, I, I just called yeah, him out right there. Yeah. It's out there. Put
3: um, him on yeah. blast. Go. I get, Go, no, internet. Go. I, 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 <laughs> I get that a lot. People, people don't understand why I don't like sweet potato fries, and- it's just a lesser. It's a lesser fry. It's not a bad fry, but <laughs> to me, the po- the potato wins over um, the sweet potato. It's
0: the lesser of
2: two. Okay, pros. so you you just to kind of clarify, you grew up in the South. You grew up in Louisiana, right? Correct. Okay, so <laughs> what are your f- thoughts on sweet potato casserole? Because I don't think anybody. Currently walking the grounds of this planet can say that they don't like sweet potato casserole.
3: I don't. I don't mind it. You know, like we've had it like, at holidays and stuff, and I, I don't. I don't think it's like all right. Zach's giving me a bad name <laughs> in the sweet potato world.
2: Hates a strong word.
3: Uh, yeah, because I I don't dislike the entire uh, sweet potato. I just I don't like sweet potato fries.
2: Okay, there we go. Now we're getting that, that Okay, yeah, it's
3: fine. So, so whenever I have the option at a restaurant um, to get fries, I, I go with the classic uh, potato fry.
2: If potato, if I were to, is... to like publish a font called Sweet Potato Sands, <laughs> and it was a font made up entirely of sweet potatoes, would you feature it in a Type Combo Tuesday?
3: <laughs> yes, I think I I think I would have to after this conversation. It's legally obligated but, to yeah.
2: by doing that, would you also agree that maybe you're a fan of sweet potato fries? Mm.
3: Uh well, uh, the typeface that you just said is named Sweet Potato Sands, so damn it. That's yeah. You you kinda you kinda gave me an out there to uh, damn. <laughs> Damn. we did we did go to a place the other day where I was very tempted to try sweet potato fries because they had like an array of sauces that um were were paired to uh, both french fries and sweet potato fries so they had like this apple cider not apple cider vinegar like apple cider the drink they had an apple cider sauce and a toasted marshmallow sauce and um <sighs> it was pretty amazing. Even with regular French fries, I I can imagine it only would have been bettered by having sweet potatoes to dip or sweet potato fries to dip them in. So this is a design podcast, right? (laughs)
0: That's what we tell people. I
2: feel like flavor profiling is a type of design
0: for sure. Uh, (laughs) If apple cider sauce is not designed, I think we're missing like the bigger picture.
3: I feel like I've steered us into this, uh, Culinary <laughs> sweet potato realm, which I apologize.
0: It's hard to tell who's who's driving this shit sometimes. And that's okay. This like is, like this, this, this is us. actually,
3: yeah. No, I I can't tell y'all was, actually how much I like just doing this in general. So
1: <laughs> <laughs> no like worries
3: for me. Yeah. All
2: right. Okay, so I, we can dip into a few questions. We've got we've got some questions of people who cared enough to to type these out and tweet them.
0: Should we start with some easy ones or just go right to the hard ones?
2: Do we have hard questions? Oh, I guess we, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. There are a few.
0: I've got an easy question. Okay. You ready? This is from Kevin Abeda, our favorite teacher in Texas. Okay. Which is more important, Matt, staying focused on preconceived plan or embracing the serendipity of inspiration? That's an easy question.
3: (laughs) Uh, Um, I kind of, I kind of lean more towards the latter,
0: the serendipity of inspiration. Uh, Because that sounds like a great movie.
3: Yeah, it does. (laughs) It sounds like a, yeah, it does. It sounds like a great movie. I can envision the serendipity was right now one
0: of my favorite chick flicks.
3: Don't admit Uh, that.
0: It was a good movie.
3: Use that soundboard to.
0: uh, (laughs) to,
3: (laughs) Yeah, there you go. Um, No, I, I, I don't know. Like I. I, I love getting hit by random inspiration um I think there's value in like positivity in both um staying focused on things, but you know like that staying focused on things feel, feels more like production like being hit with inspiration feels more like creativity. Does that make any sense?
2: Nope oh, no please keep, um, this is, this you're getting some deep cuts right now um
3: (laughs) you know like I I think it's fine to like have a plan and like you know like carry something out but like at at that point like you're you're like following steps and like which is perfectly fine because like sometimes you need to follow those steps to to finish the brochure you're working on or this or that but like it's nowhere to me it's nowhere near as exciting as like that kind of like oh shit moment where like you're like okay this is it like this is and and then you know like like what's great about that is like then you can do like a focused uh, process steps after that, you know. So like you've gotten the yeah you've gotten that serendipitous inspiration uh, that will segue into um, focused. Uh, I almost think what? earlier
0: you almost said the opposite. Like having a pre like well you have to take steps to get ready to have a serendipitous moment. Like you didn't go get fonts after. Inspiration hits you. You had the fonts ready, and then you looked at them and let inspiration hit you, right? Mm. Or did I misunderstand earlier?
3: No, uh, I, I think it. I think it can kind of go either way at any at any given time.
2: I mean, I, I think.
3: Like I, I, I don't know what like the right
2: um, analogy is to the whole preconceived plan thing, but beating a dead horse is the first thing that comes to mind. I know that's not right, but it's like (laughs) the more you put into planning and like mapping out and sort of like getting the blueprint together for a project outside of, don't get me wrong, like outside of an like agency, because when you're in an agency and you're working for a company and doing a campaign, like that stuff is completely necessary. But I think like more of a personal project, like, if you're if you're planning a personal project, that's not called planning. That's called procrastination.
3: Like <laughs> no. you're not. Yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah, if you have to plan yeah, your own like personal project and it's not very like spur of the moment or, you know, rooted in uh, you know, being being inspired all of a sudden, I think that's just a, a way of keeping yourself from it.
3: Yeah, sure. I think sometimes you just kind of have to go after it and you know it's it's tough to to, i'm doing air quotes but it's tough to plan you know like those those kind of things right yeah for me at least no
0: i've had both too you know um sometimes inspiration didn't hit until i was sitting down with a sketchbook with a pencil so not planning out for it to happen but getting ready to let inspiration hit does that make sense for yeah. a personal project. But then other times I'm just <laughs> driving down the road and something will pop in your head, like the City Luck fortune cookie thing. Yeah. That was <laughs> There was nothing going into that except just driving with the radio off, being bored. So maybe even that's a step, just allowing yourself space for it to hit. If you're always on your phone, you're always on your iPad, your computer, playing video games, when the fuck are you going to let inspiration hit you? Mm. All you're letting is all this other stimulus get in there. Preach it. Yeah.
3: So. Um, Does that make uh, sense? That that makes perfect sense, man, because like your your mind's never never at ease enough to to let any you know like you might have an idea that's an offshoot of whatever you're looking at on your little glowing screen. But, you know, like to to me, uh like I always love the ideas and like I'm I'm no expert in sleep psychology or anything. Uh but I always love the ideas that come to you like right before you're about to fall asleep. Mm. Cause I I feel like that's, I mean, like, honestly, like that's one of the few times of the day where I'm, I'm not either looking at a computer screen or answering an email or like (laughs) on the phone. So I feel like you kind of get like more clarity and focus and like you're in a dark room, you know, like, like it's not, not as, not as intense as probably like a sensory deprivation tank, but you know, like all that, all that stimulation kind of dies down and, uh, Unfortunately, I get these great ideas sometimes, like whether or not, like it's like uh, a little illustration or like a logo idea or like even like a song idea. But I always tell myself I'll remember it tomorrow because I'm too lazy to get up. I'm like, (laughs) this bed's really comfortable right now. Um,
0: Thank God for Siri, right?
3: Yeah, that's true. But then, but then, (laughs) but then you you, you, you got your you you got your phone in front of you. Uh, (laughs) She's useless. you, You might. You might lose yeah, it as is. soon as that screen pops on.
0: Good point.
2: Yeah, yeah. That's a that's a kind of a good insight there. Like I think that yeah, when once your attention doesn't have anything to grab onto, like once you're not focused on like an advertisement or a tweet notification or you know some sort of errand, if you're just letting yourself sort of live in the moment, I think that you know you're kind of clearing the surface for more you know ideas to sort of stick um Mm -hmm. like i know for me like when i'm laying down right before i go to sleep if i think of that awesome idea i just i can't go to sleep Mm -hmm. like i'm like i'm either thinking of ways it can fail uh or thinking of ways like oh i can you know make this better i can stack it on to the other five side projects i have going on and that's practical. Um, yeah. But that yeah, makes uh makes <laughs> sense. Got to write that stuff down, man.
3: Yeah. No, if you really do, you keep a pen and pen and paper next to the bed instead of my phone. My my phone's just a black hole. I'll I'll open it up to write a note <laughs> and then see some notification or remember to look at this on Amazon. And the next thing I'm reading reviews and I'm looking at this person's review history, why their reviews are so weird. And then it, you have an uh, Amazon
2: I'm, card filled with 10 boxes of Easy Mac. And...
3: Right. And then you look up the history of Easy Mac and uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Been there. Pen, pen and paper. But,
0: uh, okay. So preconceived plans seem like we're all saying are not the best ways to start a personal project. Well, if you oh,
2: go ahead. Sorry. It's uh, some like. I'm I'm thinking, and I've been thinking, you know, since this question came up and I think there's like this certain, there's like a duality between both. Like if you're thinking of starting up like a merch company or like, Matt, I know that you have like products that you've created, like that very much needs a plan, you know, like you got to shop around for vendors and mm-hmm. you got to figure out how to launch them. You got to take photos. You have to figure out how you're going to take the photos. You have to think of copy and, you know, prizes and whatnot. So it's like, the inspiration is more applied to like what's going to go on the t-shirt or what the pin is going to be about. And Mm -hmm. then everything else is, you know, sort of the plan to, to do that. So yeah, no, I think that's
0: kind of what I was getting ready to actually say to get into is because, so we have the inspiration that strikes and we, that seems to be the, you know, the best starting point, right? That's kind of what we're saying. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But then, so then you do the planning, you buy the microphone, you, you get the podcast site going. You get the pants going. You get the hats going. What keeps you going through that personal project? Um, other now we're getting into, I think, someone else. Okay, Jason Frosthome, Creative South Podcast, mm-hmm. actually asked the same question. How do you keep motivated and focused when you have so many other things going on and the project's going on?
2: I think that's um, the question.
0: Yeah, sorry. It's kind of a couple questions. Thanks, thanks, Mr. VR. Thanks, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> kind of combine those questions.
3: Um, I mean, as far as like staying motivated to continue on with them, it, for me, it's just uh, it, it's just about like anti stagnation. You know, like I I could easily Write that down for me. well, you know, um, so I'm I'm 35 now. Like I've been designing what? Jesus. Yeah, like, uh, <laughs> I've been designing for, like, a long time, but, like, all my, all of my first jobs um, or, like, beginning jobs all had older guys that were kind of, like, my age now or older. And, like, you could just kind of tell, and I, I, I get it. I know that it happens, but, like, you could just kind of tell that, like, they hit a wall X amount of years ago. And, you know stopped really pushing themselves and stopped, you know, like become real misanthropic and just kind of, uh, just kind of jaded and you just, you just stop evolving. And, you know, like as, as like a young designer, I was just kind of looking at that and I was like, shit, man, is that my future? Yeah. You know, like, is, is this, <laughs> is this what it, you know, like I'm, I was super excited about design at that time. And luckily because I continued pushing myself, I still am excited about design all the time. But um, it was kind of viewing, like, what happens to people when they stop evolving and stop pushing themselves that motivates me to, like, not let that happen. So I feel like constantly challenging myself with things is kind of, you know, it keeps me, uh, such a lame cliche, but, like, it keeps me sharp. Yeah. Yeah.
0: You know what it sounds like? all the dead bodies at the top of the Himalayans. <laughs> you know the, do you know what I'm talking about? Uh, you mean, like there's do you mean trail markers? Of, no, there's like, <laughs> look this up. This is weird. No, I know exactly what you're talking about. There's I, like, hun- I don't know if it's hundreds. There's like dozens of dead bodies just on the trails going to the top of the Himalayan mountains. Yeah, But they can't get them because they're frozen. So, so many people say that just seeing those people that are stuck there, keeps them going up there. So yeah. all you did was find a bunch of dead designers who got frozen <laughs> and stuck where they were and keep pushing you to the top of the mountain. That's what uh, a kind of, it's kind of beautiful. What a little creepy. what a
2: fucked up morbid <laughs> analogy. Uh I'm gonna <laughs> use
3: it. I'm gonna use it. No, it, I mean, yeah, like it's it's something it's something like that. And it's and it's weird that you say that too because like literally uh if you go through my like Google search history literally I looked that up last weekend because nice. Ariadne and I were listening to um I think we were listening to Wait Wait Don't Tell Me and it was like a multiple choice question and um that was the answer it was like you know like, like <laughs> which of these 3 is like true or something like that uh more to it than that and I was like no way so like we're like in the car and I googled it and I'm just like Oh my God! This is <laughs> don't don't Google image search that either. No, yeah, um, I mean, yeah. It was okay. terrible, but like like literally like eight days ago, I looked up that very thing. That's wild.
0: It's, but I mean, that's literally the story you just told. I mean, no dead frozen people, but right. it's pretty much the same the same thing.
3: But yeah, I mean, I, I feel like you can either choose to you know like choose to stop, or you can choose to like move forward. And anybody that says they can't move forward isn't trying hard enough. Mm. Mm-hmm. Preach
2: <laughs> it's, tr- it's
3: absolutely true <laughs>
2: um, I, I was doing like I was putting together some notes for the show earlier And I came across this 99U article um, mm-hmm. About personal projects And they like sort of divided The types of projects Into and, and five main subjects Or like five main types of uh, personal projects Which are Try to give like the synoptic versions, but one would be you do a project that could lead to a big client. So like, you know, you want to design beer labels, so you design beer labels, you know, whether a client's going to pay you or not, you're just going to do the work that you want to do, which is, you know, speaking of cliches, that's, it's kind of the biggest one. Um, yeah, there's another that's like, I want to scratch an itch, which is, (laughs) you know, you have like, you know, that an idea won't work or, you know, that. Uh, you know, a certain concept is just too abstract, but you want to do it anyways because who gives a shit? You know, you can do whatever work you want to. Uh, yeah. Number three, we've got getting unstuck from a rut, which I think explains itself. Uh, yeah. number, f- number four, adding a new tool to your toolbox. So like, you know, you're, you want to dabble in animation, you pick up an animation project, screw around. Uh, and then the fifth one, I'm not... I don't know what I feel about this one. I don't know what I feel about it at all. They're called vacation projects. So basically, like, when you're on vacation, you use that free time. You know you're not – you don't have to worry about, like, hitting a deadline or spending your time on something that's not making money. You just do something for the sake of doing it, whether it's doing a doodle or something on a plane or on a car ride or, you know, you see a cool mountain you want to draw a picture of. I don't know.
0: That may be cool for some people, but I know where I would go with that and I would never be on vacation. My kids will be playing on the beach and I'd be on the computer on After Effects or Illustrator. Exactly. (laughs) I wouldn't see anybody. Yeah. Like the sound of vacation,
3: you're still working. Uh, Mm -hmm. So I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm not totally down with that one either.
0: If it works for some people, cool for you. I mean, Hey, good job. But if, going on vacation is the only time you can work on a personal project. You might need to look at your time management mm-hmm. and other places.
2: Yeah, yeah, I'd say so. So like, yeah, kind of like what it sounds like what you've been doing is between like, I guess it's like a combination, you know, like scratching an itch, like, you know, type combo Tuesday, for instance, like, you know, mm-hmm. it's just something you wanted to kind of improve upon. Actually, I guess I'd be adding a new tool to your toolbox. Um, but yeah, like you don't want to, you don't want to be frozen in place like a dead body on, uh, on a mountain. (laughs) (laughs) You
0: know, one thing that's kind of left off of here types of pro well, maybe it's a result of personal projects. And I think this would be true for Matt, especially for you. Um, maybe it goes along with landing a big client gig, but it shows you as an expert in this field. Which causes you? Which puts you in a place where people will come and look to you for work. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah,
3: yeah, it it definitely does.
0: You are now an expert in type pairing, whether you wanted to be or not when you started it.
3: Right. I mean, (laughs) I I, I don't know if I would. uh, I don't want to do any self-proclamation of being of being uh, an expert. But
0: let me say it.
3: (laughs) But I mean, I I have I've definitely, you know, carved myself into like that little world to where like, you know, I have, you know, more than, more than a fair share of people like, you know, getting insight and stuff, which is, you know, like flattering. Like, I, I love it. Um, you know, cause like I, I like, you know, helping somebody solve their problem and, you know, it's kind of fun to, I don't know, it's fun to sort that stuff out. So like, I'm I'm honored and flattered that people come to me, you know, like with that mindset and, you know, Nine times out of ten, I'm able to help them out. So, like, that's...
0: I'll say, if people go and look at your work, um, you can get mad at me for saying this, but since you really started (laughs) with type combo stuff, Mm -hmm. your design work's gotten better. I think that goes into... I think we've talked about with other stuff, um, teaching is one of the best ways for you to learn how to do something. Mm -hmm. And by teaching people these type design stuff, it definitely comes through with a much more solid... your design was never bad, but now there's a much more consistent aesthetic that I I know what your work looks like.
3: <laughs> yeah, I get I get that I get that too, and I never know if that's like a good or bad thing. You know, like sometimes people will comment, and be like, "Oh, I knew this was you before you even saw it." If your and work I-
0: is good, it's a good thing. If it's not, it's bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I
3: guess so. And
0: I have <laughs> never won an Addy Award, so I'll let you <laughs> do what you want to with that. <laughs>
2: Yeah. I mean, I, I, I I definitely, like, I agree with Zach, you know, I kind of like peel back through your stuff and, you know, it's kind of like there's a point where like things kind of flip and you're like, Oh, I get it. Like rhythm. I don't know if it's Mm -hmm. that whole 10,000 hour thing, uh, which I still just assume to be a myth. Um.
3: (laughs) Yeah. Refresh me on that. I I feel like, so, what was it? I think it was Malcolm Gladwell who yeah.
2: said, you know, if you put 10,000 hours into any one thing, like that's how much time it takes to become an expert in it. But that's right. I yeah. think you have people that are just naturally like predisposed to become like to have this innate talent in something. And, you know, you can kind of take shortcuts and mm-hmm. you don't have to fulfill your 10,000 hour quota. Cause, like, when I look back at, at my work design specifically, and I've done the math because I'm neurotic. <laughs> uh, I'm at like 7,800 hours. I'm not, I have not hit that 10. Just like, oh my God, like how much more climbing do I have to do? Um, but then it's like, once you cap out, like you've probably burned out on that particular subject anyways. And just kind of want to like move on. Like, I, I can't think of anything that I could put 10,000 hours into other than sitting in a hammock. That I want to continue doing. Yeah, after hitting that mark.
3: Yeah, t- that's ten thousand hours. Is a uh, that's a lot. That's a commitment. Yeah, I think it's essentially
2: ten years. Like if you boil it down to averages. It's, yeah, you know, ten years of work.
3: Right. So I've got eight more years of type combat before, <laughs> before I'm officially an expert. <laughs> cool. I'm gonna I'm gonna set a a calendar update for. Uh, <laughs> uh, Two thousand whatever that works
2: works. So like, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking of, you know, kind of like your other side projects. You, you can, you tend to like juggle things. Um, Mm -hmm. and, and crop being something that's both ongoing and something that has deadlines because it's, well now a biannual event. Yeah. Uh, but you know, you're like, Constantly, sort of ideating and thinking of ways to make it better, and figuring out ways that you can do, you know, like monster blacklight golf in the lobby of the Manship Theater, and yeah. you know, inviting Zach and Daniel to do podcasts on the stage while dressed up as members <laughs> of guar um, You've right thought right, about yeah. it, yeah. We all know that, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. How do you how do you fit that in? Because that seems like such an overwhelming thing to put on. And I know you and Ariadna, you know, kind of kind of work as a team doing that, but
3: yeah. Uh I mean it's it's dude it, it's a monster. It really is. Um <clears throat> it's just kind of I mean there's no real secret to it. It's just, you know, like delegating delegating yourself, you know, like projects, like giving yourself like deadlines and um you know, kind of schedules to stick to. And carving out the time to do it, you know, like before, back whenever I actually had like a full-time job, you know, I was doing all that stuff like during lunch breaks or like after hours, like luckily, like being in Georgia, it's an hour, um, you know, an hour ahead. So like if I got home and needed to call somebody in Baton Rouge, it was still business hours. So that was pretty cool. That worked out. Um, but I mean, we're, I've said it before, like we're, we're so well connected in Baton Rouge that like. You know, like we, we knew like the right people and the right places and, but you know, like it's, it's a big, it's a big undertaking and it's just, you know, it's, it's still a learning process. So, uh, I feel like now it's taking up more time than ever now that it's like getting, getting bigger. And, uh, for whatever reason (laughs) I decided to throw a fall event together (laughs) as well, um, which I'm actually really excited about, but um, again, it's just more about like pushing yourself, and uh, you know, it's 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 worth it so far. Um, but I, I could see it becoming a full time job in in and of itself one day.
2: Mm. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I guess, like, the deadlines are sort of easier to come by with that kind of thing, because if you have people who buy tickets, you know, or buy a pass, like, well, shit, yeah, I've got people invested in this. Like, I definitely have a deadline to hit now. Um, yeah. But now it's a, uh, that's huge. That's huge. And, like, what was sort of the the impetus to, to start? Um, and, like, you and I have talked about this, but it's more for others to know. You know, like, yeah. what sort of sparked the idea to, to even start in the first place?
3: Um, you know, to, to start in the first place was an idea I had after, uh, speaking at, um, a, an in-house conference. Um, mm-hmm. I, would actually never been to another conference, um, un, until, you know, until I had done that little in-house speaking gig and I was like, man, like, this is great. Like all these people are here, like into the same stuff and, like they're clicking and they're hanging out and talking and they're they're bitching about the same things. Like they're <laughs> celebrating the same things. And i was like, this is great. Um, you know, like let's let's do one for everybody in this region. And that's that's really how it started. It started from um, from that in-house conference, and uh, here we are.
0: <laughs> now, did this year sell out to you?
3: Uh, yes, it did. So
0: you've had two sellout years, two starting sellout a, a pop-up mm-hmm. and then going into next year. How are you staying sane, man? <laughs> yeah, what's uh, that
2: secret it's, like?
3: Uh, it's not easy. Uh, having having more time in the day to, uh, you know, like having like running, running my own thing now and running crop alongside of it is way easier than, you know, having a 50-plus hour a week full-time gig running my own thing and running crop, you know, taking that.
0: How many other people wish they had this problem? Show of hands in the podcast audience, somebody having <laughs> too much work and trying to figure out how to get it all in there. Anybody else having that <laughs> problem? Okay. No. All right. That's what I thought.
3: Yeah. Um, but uh, what, what was the question again? I'm sorry. I, I don't I know. I You're awesome. It's well earned.
0: <clears throat> I'm picking on you, but I mean you, you have earned and deserve everything that's coming right now.
3: Oh, it's how to stay sane. Yeah, yes. there's, um, <laughs> no, <laughs> there's, there's no staying sane with it. It's just uh,
0: drinking. Did you hear that, Bethany?
1: Hackett?
0: <laughs> <laughs> she uh, said she doesn't drink last episode, and I'm trying to convince her
3: to stop. I, I, I don't know why. It's a uh, terrible, uh, I, terrible uh, decision. You're, you're just, yeah, you're, you're that devil on on the shoulder. Superhuman. Here, have a sip of this. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I, I mean, I, you know, like I, I think I'm just kind of a because, <laughs> I man, like I, I like you know, like as much as I, as much as I can complain to, to people behind like closed doors about how stressed I, stressed I am, you know, like I think part of me kind of likes it,
1: mm.
3: you know, like I think, I feel like if I don't have something to be stressed about or like be like, you know, like working towards or like anxious, like I, I don't know what that feels like, you know, like I got, it's really foreign to me, um and that, that might sound bad to a lot of people, but like, I, I just think it keeps things exciting. And again, it keeps me motivated.
0: I did the same thing in high school and college. That's the closest I can come to relating to that. Since I'm on an in-house team, like I don't really have this flexibility,
3: <clears throat> <clears throat> but
0: I would always wait till like the last two days to write a paper.
3: Oh, because yeah. oh, I could not get through
0: without the stress.
3: Yeah.
2: No, I you guess. didn't do that, Daniel. Yeah. Uh, I didn't, I didn't. until uh, so, so like up until college, I, uh, you know I, w- I would wait until like the last day But something happened in college I can't really explain it But like when I was assigned something Especially in art You know my design curriculum I would start that day And I would not call it finished Until like five minutes before um, So it was that constant like revision process You know like constantly like iterating Be Like no I can make this better No I'll do something and then I'll like wait a day And then I'll <laughs> go back to it and make it better Uh, Uh It was like controlled mania, I think. (laughs) Uh, There's probably a better psychological condition that you could assign to it. But, you know, I I think that's when you know, like, you really love something. Like, you can't put it down. Yeah. Let me say
0: this in case any of Matt's current clients are listening to this episode. (laughs) He does not do what I just described in college (laughs) and high school. (laughs) <laughs> He's on top of his work and he is on schedule, but he is stressing himself out.
3: <laughs> no, I, I don't. I don't do it with. I don't really do it too much. I don't really do it with stress. client work. But um, uh-huh. wink, you know, like, wink, nudge, nudge. With with personal projects, it's definitely um, you know if it's like a t shirt design or a pin design, you know, like I don't really ideate on that stuff like a whole a whole lot. You know, like that's kinda of like and same similarly with type combo Tuesdays, you know, like I I think I outed myself earlier by saying sometimes those are like last minute. Um Yeah. So like the stuff that I can get away doing that with, I still do because like I'm I'm still that I'm still that college kid that waits till the night before to write the paper or to cram for the midterm. Um but, you know, I think it all just comes down to uh what what pushes you sometimes like having that fire lit under your ass to to get it done produces some better work you know yeah. like, I, I, I don't think you need field notes full of sketches for <laughs> two months and then notes on your sketches to you know like if <laughs> if you come to a better solution by like being you know compressed under like this crazy deadline and like what Neither one is better or worse. Yeah.
2: That's usually when like the most crystalline examples of like what you're capable of doing really come out of is, you know, okay, you have a day to do this, need it by the morning. Here's very little direction, like go with it where you don't have any time for revisions. You don't have any time Mm -hmm. to like sit back from it. I think that's like, that's the marathon and like everything up until that point is just training, you know?
3: Right. Yeah, it's. It it forces you into, it it forces you into a certain type of focus that I don't feel, you know, I I feel like sometimes that's the only way to achieve that type of focus. For me.
2: Yeah. No. I can. I mean, it's like a do or die. I mean, it's kind of being mm-hmm. a little dramatic, but, um, you know, if you put any, if you respect yourself any as a designer, you put any kind of, you know stocking yourself like you're going to do the best of your abilities you're not going to sure you know just hit the bare minimum get the c get the passing grade collect your check and move on because the if you're doing that as a designer you're you're just you know I'm going to ask you to politely leave the room uh <laughs> it's not good for the industry you're not doing any good for yourself um nor anybody around you if that's what you're doing in your career, then.
3: Yeah, it's a no. Yeah, show of hands for everybody who's doing that right now. Yeah. Raise, <laughs> raise, your, raise your hands out there. <laughs> <laughs> now leave. Uh, that's 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 terrible. Yeah. I'm just joking. Um, it's not terrible enough. And like, I'm, I'm don't don't get me wrong. I I feel like I need to backpedal a minute. And like, I, I don't think there's anything wrong with process. And I think people that have deep, profound, lengthy processes, you know, like that's more power to you. Um, I I tend to catch a lot of shit for my lack of sharing my process. And it really is because like, I, I don't have like this lengthy, you know, crazy process. Like my entire design career, I've always been at places where everything's just rapid fire, like get it done, like, like, to where, like, you, you you start to change your thinking to where, like, your process is in your head. So, like, when you first hear of the project at the meeting or, you know, like, the client briefing, that's what, like, that's when the notes start happening. Like, it sounds, like, <laughs> really nerdy, but, like, it starts happening, like, in my head, you know, to where, like, I, I might sketch something down real quick, but that's just to make sure that it'll work before I get in and start moving uh, points and paths around. Yeah, But, you know, like, I don't, I just don't, I don't show a lot of it. I have one. Um, it's typically just like a gnarly artboard board uh, with, <laughs> with stuff everywhere, like half-baked ideas and um, until like you get that, you know, that who's, aha now, moment.
0: I'm curious and you may not want to, who's giving you crap for it? Is it customers or designers?
3: No, just designers, you know, okay. cause like, like I, I, t- I typically tend to, to post finished product, uh, finished projects. And that's just, you know, that's kind of more. Why do
0: you think they want to, I've I've been, I like seeing somebody's um, process, Mm -hmm. but it's so I can tweak and change mine.
3: Yeah.
2: (laughs) They're
0: like. But I think that's a problem too, isn't it? I mean, too reliant on that. Like, I just was curious. So I looked it up. How many people in 2015, how many people do you think were on dribble?
3: Oh, good Lord. I have no idea.
0: 306,125. That's now, I'm I'm guessing that's 185 <laughs> countries. Mm-hmm. Um I'm just guessing, but I doubt that's less than I am not even going to say a number. There's no way that's that's anything alo- above a very small percentage of the people who do design creative work for a living mm-hmm. yeah it's, it's, none of them are sharing their process
2: well okay so I've, I've been like kind of working this analogy out in my head as you guys have been talking about this and it's like blue color designers versus white color designers mm. and i think that that analogy typically puts like white color and the position of like power or intellect or, you know, being better in some regard. But I think in design, I think in design, it's the opposite because you have white color designers who are constantly like Mm. pumping out this very conceptual, highly polished, you know, sketches, sketches of things that looks like they put more work and effort into the sketches than they actually did the the final product. And it's nobody like if you're a working designer, if you're a career designer, you do not have time to do that unless you're on some sort of drug or you're not sleeping or you're just a, a Mozart. But I don't think that it's you're not serving yourself well by putting every ounce of effort that you have into a sketch. And I might eat those words later. (laughs) <laughs> but I, I think it's, it gets to a point where it's counterproductive when you plan so much that like you could be passing that time off to be doing the, the work.
3: Um, I do yeah, I'm, 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 you know, <laughs> might lose a couple of people here, but like, I, I'm actually completely with you on that. Um, yeah. but just, you know, and like, I've, I've got my theories on like why it's done. Um, but you know it's, yeah, you're spending a lot of time on on that perfectly kind of curated, you know, like well annotated, like revisions, like change this here, do that there, and like that stuff, like, like, why are you making notes? Why aren't you just doing it? Yeah, does that make any sense?
2: <laughs> no, perfect. I mean, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, <clears throat> I'm with you. I. Maybe I'm maybe it's just like some sort of innate envy in me that's like, I wish I could sketch like that secretly. But <laughs> I yeah, I really don't think that I do, you know? I think that clients, like the people that you're actually working for don't they're not invested in those sketches. Like they're they wanna see like ideation and concepts and loosely based things, but like I want to see sketches that look like they're finished products. That always uh, crack up when I see um, like those UIs with it's like someone spent an hour shading a button and like putting a drop shadow under it with graphite and like <laughs> what is the, like what is your life like? I just want to shadow someone like that. Like they're just hold up in. A, a cabin somewhere and like the tundra of Russia with nothing more to do but to like <laughs> sketch a button with like a perfect gradient on it. And like a, a drop shadow with a word. I, I don't.
3: Yeah. I, just, I, I feel, I, I feel like we do that stuff. So, Cause like, like you said, clients aren't interested in a lot of that. I think we do that for each other. I think oh, we're, uh, absolutely. we're, we're, we're just all a bunch of peacocks with, uh, computers. Uh, yeah, that's the core of the show. By the way, uh, Pe- peacocks with
2: computers. We're all just a bunch of peacocks with computers. Can we change the name of the podcast? Is that too late?
0: Oh, what are we going with? Real talk or peacocks of?
2: I think we're going with peacocks uh, with okay. computers. I'm just um, change that.
3: Yeah, you, you might get some crossover, like uh, ornithology enthusiasts <laughs> uh, and and design. <laughs>
0: I'm going to, if anybody wants to know how to do a process page correctly, go look at the Hood Sisters Hoodspa design page.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I'm
0: just, I'm looking at it now. Um, It's all, there's a few sketches, but it's predominantly finished work that they got Mm -hmm. from the client. It's just showing off the final stuff. This is what clients want to see. Yeah, like right.
2: they don't put this on dribble. This and, is for their clients. And, and like if it's a case study, like what they do, I think that stuff is a, the. I think that's what portfolios should have. That's right, case study. I'm sorry, I shouldn't have said portfolios. yeah. Like
0: case study, you should have
2: the brief. You should have your thoughts. You should have what doesn't work, what did work, your sketches. That stuff. That's the gold. Like those. That that's like the cheat codes. Of yeah. <laughs> of design. Like that's the stuff you want to see. Like that's way more important than the final product. Um, but it doesn't exist out there because people protect it too much or they're
0: it's how it's the same way you did it on your site, Matt, on Stay Gray Pony Boy. It's the same thing. It's final work. Little write up on how you came to it. This is you know, and it's it's clear who it's for. Mm-hmm. This is not for me and Daniel to enjoy, which I would because the work's amazing, but it's targeted towards the beer companies you want to work for or
3: yeah. Either. Right. It, whoever. Now I, I think, you know, I, I think a lot of the process stuff that, you know, like letters and um, like you know, guys like our mutual buddy, Scotty Russell, I think that stuff is like, you know, cause like that's being built from the ground up and like yeah. mostly by hand, you know, like until he decides to vectorize it. So like, I feel like that process stuff, is important um but I, I feel like I feel like sometimes you know we get a little too obsessed with it on the design end to where like you've you've got you've got all your overlays of how many circles it took you to, yeah. to you know like J- Jason Jason Craig is you know like he he calls bullshit on all that and I'm I'm 100 with him he's mm-hmm. like He's like, he didn't do all those circles at first, like you did that after. <laughs> you know, like, and, um. and 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 y'all y'all know Jason and like the you know, he says it with some conviction yeah. and uh it's I I, th- I think it's that kind of process yeah. stuff that's like like, all right guys, who are we doing this for? Like yeah, we're, we're doing this we're doing this for likes, we're doing this for, you know. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, like, you know, don't get me wrong. Like, you know, you brought up Scotty, and I love to see his process, and he recently did something where he shows the process of, like, his... It's like a poker casino. The poker thing is incredible. That stuff is super important, because you see, like, the initial sketch, the inked version, the process of him inking it, and then the final version of it on the wall. That's like a visual case study where you don't have to see, you know, really any words or anything. And, you know... I'm more so like talking about like UI, I guess, or like product design and less of like illustration and, and stuff like that. But Mm -hmm. you know, I I think we've gotten to the point where there are like two types of portfolios a designer can have. One portfolio is for other designers to see. Yeah. And then the other portfolio is like, I need work, please like hire me. (laughs) It's, it's like, I, 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 I would liken it to an apartment or a house or something and you have people come over. It's like you make your living room and all the places where you know your guests are going to be like look pristine (laughs) and immaculate and it just looks great. It looks like, you know, you want to like put forth this front of like, oh, we're super neat and, you know, like interior design forward. We we're very (laughs) fluent on Pinterest. And then you have like, your basement and your bedrooms which is like a real depiction of who you actually are and it's it's a livable space you know that's what i like seeing more i don't know I like seeing that grit i like seeing, i like the authenticity right exactly because it's real it's not this like fake friend like
0: we, i think we we're talking about um i was looking you know just uh you guys probably don't you know the quote from um supreme court justice potter stewart he it was. They asked him, like, he was over a case about porn, and I won't go into all the expressions of it, but somebody asked him how he knew what porn was. And he's like, I can't describe it, but I know it when I see it. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know how to describe what authenticity looks like, but I know it when I see it. Yeah. Yeah. And if somebody goes back and, like, adds all the circles like you were talking about, you know that that's not authentic.
3: Yeah. I mean, it, <laughs> or at it, least it, it doesn't
0: feel like it.
3: It just feels a little too manufactured, too, a little yeah. too... Uh, it's a little too perfect and I mean who knows maybe maybe that maybe that is how how it got there um we just we just recently had this conversation so like I think that's why it's fresh on my mind and if I if I come off as like uh a jerk it's totally not my intention um I think I'm just embarrassed by my by my process because like yeah, it's it's our clean living room and then it's our filthy bedroom <laughs> with clothes everywhere. And my, my my process is kind of just everywhere. You know, like it's, yeah, I've got artboard stuff. Like I actually recently shared one, but like that stuff kind of gives me anxiety to like, you know, like see all that stuff that's like, you know, like I, I start off, I start off like logo projects with, you know, like two different files. Like one just like throw everything at the wall,
1: yeah,
3: uh, artboard where stuff's everywhere. And then like, I have to like, I have to just have a clean file also in another tab. <laughs> Do you copy
0: stuff over to the to the second one?
3: Yeah. Yeah. It's so, like, I, I look at all the garbage <laughs> it's- uh, and all the, all the half, half baked ideas and figure out what works. And then I, I, I go and I go and, um, you know, polish them up and get them to a workable state on a clean separate file. Um, yeah. It's, so- it's like I I, I, I I can't cook a meal like in our kitchen unless our kitchen's completely clean first. You know, like I don't want to add to the dirty dishes by cooking while they're while the kitchen's dirty. So like I, I have to clean the kitchen <laughs> and then I'll cook the meal.
2: It's so comforting to hear someone else do like the same thing that 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 you do. Like the whole like having this hell of an artboard with just stuff everywhere. It's just, it's a disaster. It it mm-hmm. looks like you're just <laughs> designing for the first time ever. Oh, it, it um,
3: yeah, it's embarrassing. Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. I I, th- I just had an idea though, speaking of inspiration striking, where I want to start if I post anything like dribble or Instagram, I want to have like the completed version and then my disaster of a wasteland of an art board. It's like, here's the pain I went through in order to mm-hmm. arrive at the final product. It's kind of doing some of that stuff on Twitter. It's just a joke. Um, <laughs> some people messaged me and they're like, do you have any more process work? I'm like, Oh my God, it's not. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You don't see like the 30 hours invested into a project. You see the 15 <laughs> minutes when like everything makes sense. Right. Yeah. There was a time when I used to like I would do my whole artboard and then I would just take what I liked up to like the far right quadrant of the artboard, like the Badlands of like if you see an artboard is like a like a um, Command and Conquer <laughs> oh, yeah. board or something or like a you know like a like a strategy game or something. You go off into like the Badlands to like do your mm-hmm. strategizing and and do your to your full work um
3: yeah yeah I think I was telling you Daniel like at lunch like a year or two ago and I think your jaw kind of dropped that like sometimes like I'll uh this is a real weird thing to do (laughs) like I'll I'll delete everything on my artboard and save it real quick and then and then rebuild the ideas that I thought were like the most promising do you remember me telling you about that yeah
2: Yeah, Yeah. I think that's it's like the things that stick out in your mind. Like those are clearly the ones that like you want to go with. Like that's that's
3: the vision. No, I think that's you know to this day it's. I I keep wondering. It's odd, but it you know like sometimes when you build something for the second time, you almost build it better. Oh, you, uh,
2: one hundred percent of the time. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Um, Um, so that's that's a fun little exercise if, if anybody out there wants to wants to um, drive themselves crazy
0: well i mean essentially you're sketching on the computer yeah. before you get down and actually do the sketch yeah but yeah. you're on the computer so yeah hey man if whatever works
3: i'm really bummed that you didn't let me draw on your ipad pro this weekend zach oh sorry um, things
0: kind of got out of hand and we forgot yeah
3: well you know crunk <laughs> crunk, friday. crunk friday
0: started on thursday
3: yes um but I, I do want to get into more illustration because, uh, like, that, that's kind of what I grew up doing, like, as a kid, you know, like, I, like me and my friends, like, we would just draw all the time, um, and I, I always enjoyed it. It's just, you know, like, the fast pace of shit life, um, you know, I don't always have time to, like, sit down and, like, draw, and I feel like my skills have started... Uh, lacking uh I, I, I drew like a middle finger with a uh, 2016 on it uh kind of the end of last year and it, it, i think it reignited my uh my interest for uh illustrating so i'm I'm hoping i'm hoping now that i now that i have like uh bigger blocks of time i can kind of start honing in on that again
2: yeah yeah i think you know depending on like because you do a lot of logos you know that's like hmm I still like the fact that people do logos and the whole process that goes behind that is mind numbing to me. Um, I think we talked about this like on the last episode, we talked about this with Bethany, like mm-hmm. yeah, I, I, I bow to people <laughs> who are able to do logos, you know, well, <laughs> um, that's hard. It's hard stuff being able to communicate so much with so little. Oh yeah. Um, mm-hmm. but I, I think, yeah, it's like traditional drawing skills, like only sort of reinforce, you know, that ability, um, whether you're using, like, a circle stencil or, you know, a ruler or whatever, it's, it's very helpful. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I, I completely agree. I remember, I don't know why I just thought of this. We can mm-hmm. cut this out. <laughs> <laughs> I used to draw a lot, too. Like, I drew a ton. Like, that's what I did when I was a kid. That's what kind of latched me on to the idea of like doing artwork as a lifetime thing. And I was friends with this kid in my neighborhood and we both drew and his drawings were awesome. They were so good. And he was my same age and like, I always like aspired to draw like him. Like, I don't understand how we can do it. It's just, it's perfect. He does perfect drawings. Because we did a lot of like Doctor Seuss stuff, and like we drew Doctor Seuss characters and Pokemon, and sometimes these weird tangled hybrids of both. And Doctor Pokemon, Doctor Pokemon, of course. <laughs> <laughs> and his were always just immaculate. Mine were just always like so clumsy and just jagged. And I remember one day I he was like drawing on. Like the sidewalk and he um, had you know, like his whole art thing set out. And I came up behind him and he was tracing
1: <gasps>
2: his <gasps> drawings from a Dr. Seuss coloring book. Son of a bitch. And like at that moment I was like, Oh my god, this kid's such a fraud, like Yeah. He's such a fraud. I felt bad for him, you know. I felt I felt so bad for years, and like I can't because we remained to be friends. And I never told him that I saw him doing it um, because I'm just a good <laughs> dude. And then later in life, I think it got to like you know it's when I was in uh, school. I found myself kind of doing similar things. Where like it's hard to learn by just freehanding stuff. You can do it, but it's harder. But it's easy to learn faster, it's like a shortcut, you know, when you, when you sort of trace things out, um, that kid ended up being a a total prick, uh, (laughs) not a, not a good person at all, but I always remember that. And I kind of apply that same thing to the design world. Now, when you see a bunch of copycat designers out there who, you know, they Uh... think it's, (laughs) like these get rich quick schemes where it's like, okay, well, if I can emulate success, then I will be success. And the saddest thing in the world is when that does work out for people.
3: Oh yeah. It's, it's kind of infuriating because like you, you, you saw the progression and you saw, you know, like you're, you're just in the background, like shaking your fist. Um, yeah. Yeah, We, We could do a whole section on, copycat stuff (laughs) i think we touch on that Uh, every episode and it's just my blood boils it's too prevalent man like it's it's just it's too much nowadays um yeah so i I think it's unavoidable to to come up and damn near every episode (laughs) you know like i I, i'm trying to i'm trying to think of like what like what was it like before we had dribble and before you had pinterest you know like like whenever i see people's final projects and then I'll go and look at their Pinterest board, and I have like a real tough time, like discerning the difference. Like, yeah, shit, like that's <laughs> that's not good, man. You know, like yeah. like try try starting a project with like no mood boards, with like exactly because like, like like that that's you know like like maybe okay yeah like maybe we would like dog ear magazines or something back in the day, or you know like have have a like inspiration folder saved on like your computer, but like now, I mean, people people start out these projects where it's like, oh, we wanted to have this vibe and we we want it to feel like this. And, I'm, um, and you know, like they're even referencing artists or like other designers. And I'm like, shit, man, like why not make it feel like you? Like why, <laughs> you know, like you got all this stuff and like, then your end product looks like all the stuff that you wanted it to look like. And that's just, yeah. you know, it's kind of, it's kind of like your cover band analogy, like a few episodes ago. Um, right. you to, know, at least put a spin on it.
2: To like, Echo what you just said. I, I propose a challenge to anybody who's made it this far listening to this episode
0: (laughs) or this podcast or this
2: podcast in general, um, to you people, one exercise, if you can start a project and finish it, whatever it may be without any mood board, any inspiration whatsoever, only, you know, the stuff coming from your head, I think you'll be surprised by the results. I, I think so, too. Yeah, I think there's nothing yeah. that can... See, okay, all right, more analogies. I'm just an analogy machine today. But I feel like if you're doing a project with a mood board that you're referencing constantly... And I've done this. Um, Mm -hmm. i have to. Totally. I almost almost liken it to taking a test in school with your notes on the table. And Mm -hmm. I don't know if that's proper or not. You know, I've... And like I said, I've done it. I still do it, you know, on a somewhat regular basis. Just... You know, having, whether it's a swatch board or, you know, a photograph or, you know, a still from a movie, just whatever it is, you know, have some sort of reference imagery. Right. Um, I think if we can start absorbing things like we would in an academic setting where we ab- absorb imagery, we study imagery, we f- figure out and sort of develop a rhythm as to what works and not and then apply that. Mm-hmm to one project or, you know, and one fell swoop. I think that's what sort of marks your, your true abilities. Um, but I think we're all a little too insecure and we're too, a little too scared to do that because we're afraid of what comes out just being total shit. Um, yeah. But I think we need to make a few F's, you know, before we start getting A's.
3: Yeah. No, I mean, i I'm, I'm in total agreement with that. And I mean, like I'm, I'm guilty of all this stuff that I'm talking about. Sure. You know, I I think that's the other you know, thing we
0: mention every episode is we are guilty of everything. <laughs> we are calling people out. <laughs> yeah, on. exactly. It, it,
3: exactly. Like I, I do this exact same shit and like I call myself out on it. And I think that's particular, like that's probably why I'm, you know, like that's probably why I'm, I'm like a little more fired up about it than usual because you know, like whenever you see yourself like developing bad habits, like it, it's, you know, it's even worse. Uh, but I mean, trying to correct it, and yeah, like I've I've, I've tried to do the thing that you're talking about, Daniel, where like you just don't have like a mood board, um, and like I, it, it's awesome. I, I feel yeah. like I feel like the concepts that you come up with are just like so much, so much more organic, and just like it's based off of like the things that you're talking about. Uh, okay, so for like logo projects, it's more based off the things that you're talking about with the client um you know like how how they want people to feel like what you know like what their core values are and like you're you know like you're just trying to match imagery or iconography with like these words and like that that's so much more of a challenge than like okay well let's let's make it look like this um you know hot wheels logo or this history channel logo um It's,
1: you know, and
2: I think, you know, more often than not, like a client's going to come to you and they're going to have either a Pinterest board or Mm -hmm. a a zip folder or something filled with stuff that they would like their thing to look like. And invariably, you're going to look at that and be like, okay, well, I guess I got to look at this stuff and make something close to it. Um, Right. Which is, yeah, typically what happens.
3: I, I think that is helpful in a sense, though. Um, you know, because it kind of it kind of gives you, like, a visual audit of where their head is and kind of, like, what they're expecting to see. So, like, you don't have to make a facsimile of, you know, like, the things that you're, you know, that you're creating for them. But it kind of helps you figure out who they are from, like, an aesthetic standpoint. Mm-hmm. And to me, like sometimes, like that helps to like lead off on a more, you know, a more direct uh, path. You know, because like if, if if you if you start things off like going a complete direction that like you know like they loathe, then like you've wasted all this time. Their initial <laughs> their initial uh, right. reaction to what you're pitching to them is, like, sour. So, like, I feel like if you can kind of kind of like pinpoint, like, where they are and, like, do something, like, in that vein, uh, or, you know, like, as long as it's good for the company and their audience, yeah. um, I, I, I feel like those kind of audits are good in a way. Yeah. You know, I, 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 I have I, an idea. Okay. I'm
0: going to run it by you, and we may cut this out. We'll see. All right. The first three people who can send us a personal project that they started and prove that they did not use a mood board. I will give them a city luck pin. Anybody give, else want to throw anything else? In?
3: Shape, three shape yeah. pins. I will One give for each person. you. Yeah. I will give them, um, studio gray USA pins. Yeah. So okay. pins, pins all around.
0: no, no timeline, just the first three people.
3: How are they going to prove it to us?
0: I, if, I hope we'll know.
3: If, if they submit work
2: to <laughs> us and they did use a mood board, they have the benefit of living the rest of their life knowing they're a liar. Um, <laughs> so yeah, do that. And I'll, I'll, I, I think that people are inherently good. Yeah.
0: At least our listeners are. Yeah. All of them except for that one guy. Fuck him.
3: Yeah. (laughs) Oh, man. I'd like to know who who this guy is. is. Yeah, he does. He knows who he is. I want to know who he is. You have to tell me afterwards.
2: Just say we'd be better off without him. Yeah, (laughs) fucker. God.
0: (laughs) So the first three people who send us their personal project, they start and at least try to make it look like you didn't use a mood board. I'll probably trust you anyway. You'll get, each of the three of you will get three free enamel pens.
2: And that's pretty cool. Yeah. I think. Very
3: cool.
0: I'll probably throw other stuff in there, stickers, and but we'll, we'll do that later.
3: You're going to need a bigger lapel.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Matt, thanks for coming and hanging out with us and talking about personal projects
3: yeah thanks for having me man and all the other stuff. Uh, yeah no it was, uh, this yeah. was this was great. I mean, I, just the conversation was perfect, so
0: just shooting the shit, man. Um, yeah. where do you want people to try to find you online? Usually we tell people just don't worry about it. Just Google Matt Dawson and get Seems on with
2: it. the easiest thing
3: to do. Yeah, I oh. think there's like a, I think there's like a English soccer star that shares my same name, and he's. Uh, <laughs> Does he also
0: look like Jesus Part Two, or
3: I actually no, he's
2: he's bald yeah. and he wears a scarf in all of his photos. So Does he yes. really? Yeah, I'm looking at him. Right I'm now.
3: Not, I'm googling. I'm googling it right now too. Uh, is it yeah, soccer? Yeah, he's, or is he's it rugby? a rugby player. Yeah, rugby. rugby that, that's what it is. Um, <laughs> yeah this this dude's like younger and better looking than me so I mean if you yes. want if you want to google him that's fine but uh if you want to find me uh, on Instagram, I'm at stay and my URL is staygrayponyboy.com. That's pretty easy. You can find out yeah um, you can find out crop stuff at cropbr.com or pop uh, Peter totally Del Tondo come.
0: asked why stay gray pony boy but I don't know if I really want you to answer that question.
3: Yeah, I'll I'll I know the answer. I Yeah, I give I'll give Peter the the rundown on that one. I <laughs> I'll send him a direct message. <laughs> I'm kind we'll of Keep a,
0: everybody else in the dark.
3: Yeah, I'll I'll send everybody a direct message. But I, <laughs> everybody I've, get ready. I I've, I've answered that one too too often. <laughs> <clears throat>
0: I think I've heard you explain it five times I don't Probably. really want to hear it again Yeah,
3: so right <laughs> right there uh, with you
0: Thanks for coming Matt, we appreciate it
3: Yeah, thanks for having me guys Yeah. Alright, talk to y'all soon Thanks man, All
0: right, bye See you. Bye So Seriously, if you send us your work and you're the one of the first three people, you will get a free pen from me, Daniel and Matt. And they're pretty good pins. I I like them a lot. I wear one of those three every day.
2: Yeah, I think there was a blog post somewhere um, released in the mid 90s that said that they were the best pins ever made. Um, yeah. I don't know how true that is, but they're pretty good. They're up there. They're up there. So, if you want to find Zach or I in a place that's not the Creatoring podcast, I don't know why you would, <laughs> but I am at heresy uh on all of the internet stuff and,
0: and Zach, i am I am uh z s Wilkinson on all the places twitter, Instagram, the places that matter most, probably on Zanga still, I think I said that once. Mm. Also soon we will be on Patreon. So keep an eye out on that. Oh we'll we're evolving. Out. We'll post it on everything. We'll share it because we know you want to give us your money yeah. to help us because you're awesome. So Absolutely. yeah. Hey Daniel, have fun in Europe.
2: I'm gonna do my best. I'm gonna do my best. <laughs> I, I may not come back. Um cool. yeah, but but we'll see. Oh, I want to thank uh, Vincent Parham for supplying our amazing intro and outro ditty. Um, if you want to check Vincent out, you can find him on SoundCloud at Vincent Parham. That is P-A-R-H-A-M. Um, yeah. he's Got some sweet beats.
0: Perfect. Well, I'll talk to you when you get back and uh,
2: yeah. Bye. Something to plan later.
1: Guys, are y'all there?